Welcome everybody, Shia number 811. We're learning today Lurafua Shalema Yitzchak Ben Margalit, Shataka Hever Fur Shalema Psych Sha'or Khoilais Roll. Okay, getting back to Amalachav Boina building. So basically we finished the various different ins and outs in reference to in general, in reference to cans, bottle caps, boxes in general. Um, obviously more shilas do come up on a, you know constantly and it's hard to cover every single one, but we try and cover the basic guidelines. If again if somebody has a question, just to ask, um, in conjunction with the um, you know, the categories which we spoke about and the guidelines which we spoke about. Now just moving right along again in Baina, we're still in Baina. After this, we want to move on to another section of Baina, which we spoke about last time, and that is Oihel, Oihel Arai, in reference to making a tent. Somebody might be thinking, well, I'm not making a tent on Shabbos, but believe it or not, it applies to many various different shilas, for example, throwing a blanket over two chairs, children to play, um, possibly under a table, um, on, on sukkis, putting on a, a schlock, covering what, when, and where, how that works, when you could, when you can't. There's various different shilas that come up, um, umbrellas, all these various different things, problems, uh, shilas, which come up on Shabbos. What, when, aware it falls onto, under the category of oil, oil, arai, putting a covering over one's head. So that's the next Bezrat Hashem. Um, but I just want to try and go through a few more different, various different shilas in conjunction with Boina, interesting shilas which do come up. Uh, there's one that brings down the Sefer, Oitzer Halachas, in reference to, we spoke about last time, the leg of a chair. One, if the leg of a chair, or the arm of a chair, for that matter, comes off, one has to be careful not to put it back on Shabbos, not to screw it back in. Um, even though a chair has a din of a utensil, has a din of a kli and not a building. It's a, the chair is a small thing, but still one is not allowed to put it in tightly to put in a leg of a chair. And even to put it in loosely is not allowed if it's going to be tightened in there after Shabbos, because usually in general that's the way of a chair. Otherwise you can't sit on it. It will be tightened in. So putting it in loosely, uh, a, a leg, again a leg or arm of a chair that came off, tightening it up, or, or putting it in loosely whereby it's going to be tightened up later on, is not all not allowed to be done on Shabbos. So bring, but brings down the Sefer Eitzra Allah has another interesting question in reference to the leg of a chair or possibly the leg of a cha- table. Sometimes you have this plastic or rubber um, bottom that you slip on, let's say on a Sunday, Monday during the week, you slip on on the bottom of the leg of the table or the bottom of the leg of the chair. Again, the same thing goes with, by, by the way, fixing the leg of a table, the same thing. If it's loose or whatever, one is not allowed to tighten that, the leg of a table, the screws, all this type of stuff um, on Shabbos, even doing it loose because we spoke about this in the past, but the problem of Gezerah Shema Yiska, one might come to tighten it. Okay, so now the question is that everything is good, or this plastic rubber on the bottom of the four legs of the table or the bottom of the four legs of the chair in order not so that it does not um, dig into the ground. You have this a lot of times on chairs, uh, dig into the ground, dig into the carpet, dig into the, to the you know, to the flooring, and uh, people put pla- this little plastic or, or rubber type thing, a uh, little cup, little shoe, on, on the bottom of all four legs of the chair or of the table. So the Sefer Eitzra Allah brings down, interestingly enough, that um, he says, is that if it's put there, if it's put there, if it's something that's put there loosely, he brings it from the Sefer Imri Yasher and others, if it's put there loosely, in other words, whereby what? I put on this this um, this uh, plastic or rubber piece, and now, for example, whenever I pick up my chair or whenever I pick my table, it just slips right off. And I put it back, it slips right off. I pick up the chair, it falls off again. So it's basically, it's there loosely. And you're not going to be tightening it, nobody's going to be screwing it in. That's how it is. This, this, this little cup, this little shoe that goes on the bottom of the foot of the chair, bottom of the foot of the... 
a table is there loosely, and every time I pick up the table, it just falls right off. So it's going to stay loose also. So he brings down in that case, it's no problem. Um, because of the fact, he says, he, the, just to read the Lush, one would be allowed to put it back in a loose manner. You can't tighten it somehow in that way, but to put it back just whereby it's going to stay loose, that's okay. He doesn't think he does say, um, he does say, if it's going to be there, that's a problem. In other words, if you put it on tightly, some of them go on very tight and you have to like wiggle it on. It's mamish very tight. You have to get it in. It's, it's, it's hard to get on sometimes. And uh, and then when you pick up the chair, of course, it stays on, it's on tight. So that is running into somewhat of a problem, he says, because lemais, it's you're putting it on tight, it's a kli, and you're sort of fixing the kli, you're adding on to, you're, you're putting something, making basically part of the leg, you're putting it on tight, and it's going to stay there with the kavias, it's going to stay there for a very long time, um, and it's not really made to take on and off, you know, so as, obviously we've spoken about things that are made to go on and off, are okay in general on Shabbos, uh, when the kli for sure, but over here, Mamish, it's made to stay there. It's made to stay for a long time, and it's and you're putting it on. You you you're fixing up the, um, you're fixing up the chair, and it's going to stay there, and it's tight. So he does say that that should one should avoid doing that on Shabbos, and even if it fell off, just to keep it on the side, and after Shabbos to put it back, not to put it back on Shabbos. If, again, if it's tight, if it's something whereby it just falls off and it's going to stay loose, anyways, that will be fine to put back on. So that's as far as in reference to again, in reference to the. Um, um, these plastic or rubber type little shoes that go on the bottom of chairs or the bottom of tables again if it's if it goes on loosely if it goes on loosely and every time you pick up the table it just falls right off anyways that's fine to put back to put on even the first time with the put back it's just going to fall off anyways but if it's uh, on tight very tight uh, when it falls off or, or especially the first time for sure one should be careful not to put that on on Shabbos especially if it's going to be there for a long time which usually they are these little shoes are there till the person has the table until they get worn out, which is a very long time. Okay, moving right along. Interesting thing he brings down in reference to a coat rack uh, in general. General again, we've spoken about in the past also. Uh, these movable coat racks that, or maybe a pop-up coat rack, that's fine. You know, they have these pop-ups and these movable coat racks. They have in, in sometimes in in uh, in halls where there's a simcho and the shul or whatever. These movable on wheels, of course, all that is no problem. Um, and the old pop-ups, there's sometimes these plastic ones. You pop it up and it becomes like it's just open and close. It's made to open and close wherever you put it here, put it there. So that's all fine. No problems. Made to open. A clothes on a constant basis the ones on wheels are also in general made to open made to move around no problem at all um in reference to shabbos the only thing is he does say the ones that are made out of metal um there are those that they sell made out of metal where you have to start connecting the pieces uh, if one has such a coat rack you know for whatever reason putting that thing together that is not allowed to be done on Shabbos a lot of times I know even by myself we used to work again like I mentioned many times in a dry cleaning store we had the movable racks or coat racks or whatever it is you, you, you know you have to put together the pieces of metal it's it's only three four pieces of metal but you put them together you now have a coat rack that you're not supposed to do on Shabbos you're putting together the pipes or you're putting together the small pieces or big pieces whatever the case is once you have to start connecting the pieces together to make it into a coat rack whether it's the long coat racks the movable coat racks the small coat racks putting it together piece by piece um even just you know winding it in turning it in is not allowed to be done 
um, that all falls under the category of mita shel prakim. We've spoken about this, spoken about that in the past in reference to the shulchan aruch. They used to have these beds. Um, people went place to place, take apart the bed, put together. It's, it's, it was piece by piece. Screwing that in together is not allowed to be done. So as far as the coat racks goes, it depends what type of, what type it is. Like we said, if you get to start screwing pieces in together um, or connecting pieces, it doesn't actually mean with screws or just you know uh, tightening pieces together. That is not allowed to be done. But if it's a pop-up or just a movable, so that would be fine. Now, these uh, all the shadows we're talking about, obviously, it's called talking about, uh, even though it falls under the category of utensils, it might not be so big. But um, as we've spoken about in the, fa- the past, even though it's a smaller item, when it comes to making a full kli on Shabbos, we've spoken about is brought down the Shulchan Aruch very clearly, is not allowed to be done. Okay, we'll stop here. I just wanted to mention one thing that's interesting to keep in mind, that a lot of times these items... Um, uh, we spoke about the malacha of makab patish, which we want to talk about. Probably will believe Probably we hope to get to it after uh, boina, which it's mamish like a brother and a sister malacha. And a lot of these shilas fall possibly could fall under the category of makab patish. Also, which we've explained in the past is doing a final blow, one single action, and making something usable. Which there'll be some other shilas which Bezrus Hashem will talk about um, when we get to makab patish, which might sound very similar to possibly boina. But we try, and there's some firm that classify it as makab patish, tikkun mana boina. It's it's all basically the same mishpacha if you want to call it. Um, so we're going to go through. We'll be having more Shilas in the same category uh, when we do get to Makabapatish, which I hope to get to Bezreel Sashem uh, after Oil Are, which we spoke about making tents and coverings and these various different type of things, which are very, very important in reference to carriages, we said also, and various, many different type of things which come up. Thank you for listening. Atzlochem, Baruch HaKol Tov.